to see told. Hey, this is Dr. Walter Aka. And Dr. Will Cradock, as always. So, so um, today what are we talking today about? we are going to talk about night guards. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what? Oh, my God. I, okay, you know what? Let me just go ahead and talk. Oh, my God. Right. So, I'm actually going to go and kind of give people an idea of why I think night guards are overly prescribed. Why I think a lot of these doctors, if they don't know what's going on with you, they just say, get a night guard. And most night guards aren't cheap. Two, three hundred dollars. What are you talking about? Night guards. You get a night guard for twenty, thirty bucks at the drugstore. No, no, I'm talking about the real good ones, not the BS ones that and by the way, let me just go ahead and speak on that real quick. Okay. What, why all, why is there a market for them then at the grocery store? We if, all listen, we all agree. And this is what happens, okay? If you get the chewable ones, well <laughs> it's not chewable, <laughs> but that's what that's what actually what's that's they what are you kind do. Of, they are chewable. So if you get the ones that you get at the grocery store. You what happens, basically boil soft. those in hot water. Right. You boil them in hot water and you put it in your mouth and it's supposed to mold to your teeth. But here's the problem. Most people don't realize that when you go to sleep, your body still thinks that there's food in your mouth. So you actually start chewing on that night guard. So you're actually doing more damage than good because now you're actually trying to work this night guard thinking your body's thinking subconsciously. You're thinking, oh, there's food in my mouth. I need to chew it. So you keep chewing, chewing, chewing. And what if you had any issues with your joint your tm tmj or tmd making it worse you're gonna make it worse okay so one thing that i'm gonna agree with is that you should never go to the cvs eckerd rite aid you know anywhere and get the ones you get the -the over-the-counter ones. i'm gonna disagree oh please go ahead and talk to me tell me why you would disagree when the science proves me right go i i I believe in your science a (laughs) a thousand percent Okay, then um, what do you disagree with me for? I disagree with the fact that there's no place for it because I deal with patients all the time who I have this conversation with, and it always seems like they think I'm trying to sell them something. They think that it's something unnecessary, and for the problems that I tell them, why don't you just try? Why don't you just try something? Take a first step because you aren't even giving, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. So if I'm gonna take I'm gonna take myself out of the equation. That's one reason I do it. The other is so you tell them to go to to the drugstore to buy the ones that I hate. I, I exactly I tell them this the one that I'm gonna give you is is better. And there's a reason why there's a reason why we do them in house. There's a reason why we make custom night guards for you. Um, and I and I go over the same things that you go over. It's chewable. It can make things worse. I don't. I, if a patient has um. TMJD, I don't tell that those patients. I don't tell. So who do you tell? I tell a patient that is showing the signs of wear, that's that's grinding, that may have some other issues, or maybe breaking their teeth prematurely. And the first thing they tell me is, "Oh, I don't think I can wear anything in my mouth at night. I, there's there's no way I could wear a night guard. Um, so I'm not going to spend that much money." I tell that person, "Why don't you go spend thirty bucks, get one, see if you can tolerate it? Because I I know for a fact you need one." And that that is that is the time when I would tell a patient to use it. Make a small investment just to see if you can tolerate wearing one. Because I know that they can. Most of the people can. But it's just taking that initial hump. And when I tell them, what, what do you think the average price for a nice guard is, Dr. Aka? The average price for a night guard. Yes. The one that you do in-house? Like in, in um, the one that you... The one that we take impressions make. for and we make for them. I'm going to say 250 250. That's what I think a, an, an okay. average is. What what is the average? The UCR for a night guard currently, as I see it in the state of Texas, is 638, 638. 
So that's why the people don't want to get it because it's expensive. Now, now listen to me. I've never charged six hundred and thirty-eight dollars for a night guard. I've never done that. That's your fault. No, that's I. It's just <laughs> I. I'm. I think that that's that's not reasonable because if a person has insurance, usually the fee is around three hundred and fifty dollars. I'll go even farther. If they have insurance, usually if they have a good insurance, their insurance will actually cover it, or they say they will, but they actually don't. Uh, let me let me All explain. Right. Go ahead. 80% of the night guards that I, I would see or are diagnosed that have an insurance, the insurance says they will cover maybe 80%. But when you go to collect from that insurance, most of them do not claim to, most of them will not pay up on that. And why is that? Because they lie to their, uh, to the, their patients who or pay their premiums. Or uh, just, okay. So what, what can I the mean, patient I, do to make, make sure that their insurance covers it? Basically call the insurance themselves. Because the insurance will say that they cover it. But I can tell you after writing many, many narratives for showing clinical signs, sending pictures, showing the where, uh, discussing how many times the patient has come for TMJ issues, the aches and pains, uh, all of that being documented to the, to the insurance. It's at the end of the day, it's the insurance whim to say, eh. I'll cover it or nah, I don't want to cover it. Okay. Well, let, let's let's rewind this real okay. quick because I think we just kind of both got on the tangent here. But yeah. Let's tell people why first, we prescribe. First of all, let's talk about what a night guard is. Okay. What is a night guard? So a night guard is a acrylic device uh, worn typically at night, but sometimes it can be worn during the day uh, as a just a general occlusal orthotic. It looks like a mouth guard. It looks like a mouth guard. Right. Uh, but it's made of a of uh, a, a proper one is made out of uh, a hard acrylic outside and probably usually a soft uh, 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 coating so that's comfortable to wear. But essentially, it sets your jaw in place. Uh, it should be done in a balanced way so that both sides are balanced when when worn. And it basically is going to work through uh, guiding your muscles to be balanced and and in cases where patients have a uh, higher masturbatory function or their muscles are, are working too hard. You're grinding gonna, too much. Yes. It's going to teach them. It's going to try to break the habit by uh, doing some muscular atrophy, uh, like decreasing them, basically. Right. So it prevents you from chewing and, and grinding yeah. as much, at least grinding on your teeth, right? So if, if if what the best way to describe it is, if you're if you have nothing to, to grind on, basically your, your teeth are just sliding around, subconsciously you're going to stop. Because there's nothing for you to actually get a grip of, right? Whenever mm-hmm. you grind your teeth, you're at, you're at, you have hills and divots and stuff for you to kind of get into, right? But whenever you have something that you're sliding back and forth on, which is a night guard, you'll basically stop. The, the theory is you'll basically stop the habit. And if you have anything in between your teeth, whether it be a couple millimeters thick or, you know, it's going to prevent you from closing as fully as you would before. Right. So therefore, your muscles are going to stop once they feel um, uh, contact of something, right? And over time, that's going to decrease the force that you put on when you're not wearing the device. That's right. And so yeah. your muscles get to relax a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So the reasons for a night guard, I'll take this one. Okay. okay. Chronic headache. So basically, you're complaining, I, got, I, I get headache every morning when I wake up, I have a headache because I'm grinding my teeth or my, 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 my um, muscles, my cheek muscles hurt. That's one of the reasons. Yes. Another one Dr. Quaydock talked about, which is TMJ, temporomandibular joint disorder. Basically, you're, you, you, kinda, you feel like you have pain, and it, it causes headaches too, but you feel like you have pain like near your ear. 
Yes. Okay, your joint is near your ear and you have pain in that area. Most patients also have some sort of popping or loss Click of function exactly. when eating exactly. That's right. And then another one is teeth wear, which Dr. Kredak mentioned too. So basically, your teeth have become almost like a flat surface. Your teeth mm-hmm. are supposed to have anatomy, supposed to look sexy and whatever, right? But in your case, whoever's grinder, you basically have flattened teeth in the like front. Like cow teeth. <laughs> like, go look up at what a cow teeth looks like. It's really flat. Right, and that's what a herbivore yeah. teeth look is supposed to look like. There's no cut-in surfaces or because anything. they don't cut it's me exactly. Flat. That's right. The next one is um, you just have teeth pain. You know, you're grinding so much that you you have nerves that lie right around your tooth, and if you're basically grinding and squeezing them, I don't know, 24 hours a day, 12 hours a day, they're going to become irritated. They're going to become inflamed. Okay, and so that's basically what you're doing. You're basically inflaming those areas and the the nerves around your teeth. And another thing that can cause tooth pain with with, uh, grinding or bruxism is actually when when you compress on your teeth, the the necks of the teeth actually flex. And so a lot of times, after flexing, a lot of times you'll get what we call abfraction lesions, which basically are just a hole at the neck of the tooth. A part of the tooth actually breaks off, and it can be sensitive because it's deep into the dentin. So, Dr. Kreda, this was me going over this. Oh, I'm sorry. The I, next uh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. The last one oh. is tooth or crown cracking. Oh, the tooth or, or crown. That's But that's different. No, it's not different. It's it the same different. thing you just no. said. No. It's the same thing. I'm talking about the necks of the teeth. Yeah, I'm, it's the same thing. Or the top of the tooth cracking. Top of the teeth, next to the teeth. The, the, your, your teeth are cracking. But I get patients all the time that have all of these, uh, these, these holes at the necks of their teeth, right at the gum line, and they're just like, how did I get this? It's because I'm brushing too hard. I'm like, it could be, but it also could be because you're you're biting too hard. Okay, so these are the these are the things. And again, if you want to um, me to go over them, I can real quick. First one, chronic headache. Second one, TMJ. Third one, tooth wear, tooth pain, and then teeth or crown cracking. Right. So those are the the five. Right? Okay. So then the next question is: Do I believe that dentists are prescribing night guards way too much? And my answer is yes. So, I do. Let me explain what I mean. Please. I think dentists have gotten lazy. Oh. Instead of trying to diagnose and figure out what's really the problem, the okay. first thing they say is you should get a night guard. Okay. Why? Because it's easy. It's easy to say get a night guard because then you also benefit too. Patient gets a night guard, you get some money. And then if it doesn't work, you go okay. Well, let's try to figure out what's next. Really? Instead of sitting, I let me oh, let me let, oh, no no. I'm gonna. This I'm is gonna, gonna be a good one today. No, it's truth because I honestly believe dentists have become lazy. Okay. And the one thing that you can't keep doing every time something's wrong, you can't just be like, oh, let me instead of doing my due diligence and saying let's figure out what's really going on and eliminate it. And yeah, I'm not saying that night guards aren't needed. Because mm-hmm. I used to when I was general dentist, a great one at that. I used to, uh, <laughs> I used to, I used to prescribe night guards too. But I used to do other things. I used to do anterior deprogrammers. I used to talk to patients about you know tens units. I don't know how well they work. You know what I mean? But there are different things that you can do. Okay. One balancing their occlusion. If somebody's just grinding on one tooth because let's just say they just got a crown. You don't say get a night guard. You say, let me check that crown to make sure it's not too high. Of, of course. No, no, no. You're saying, of course. But I'm telling you, a lot of people just go get a night guard. And that's the problem. Dentists are lazy. That should be my uh, Instagram if you, account. If you Dentists add something new to the mouth that you just added and they're having pain on that, you should make sure that they are pain free before moving on. That's- you say that because you do that. 
That's I'm telling I think you, that, a lot of people don't do that. Well, okay. Well, the, if if that is if that is truly uh, the norm, then that's 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 another subject because that's just yes. that is being lazy. Right, but 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 you don't believe that dentists overprescribe night guards. I no, believe they do. I, I, I the reason why I think they don't is because the reason why night guards are prescribed so much are because people fail to see the damage they're doing to their teeth until it's too late. I can see a patient with occlusal disease. Uh, for those that don't know, that's like uh, misharmony with their bite. I can see that they're wearing on certain teeth more. I can see that they're breaking, they're fracturing. I can treat that if the patient will allow me to treat that. But in full disclosure, you and I both know me treating that most of the time is going to be more than even the UCR of a night guard. $600 is not going to do enough of what I need to do if I need to truly change their bite. And their bite could be needed to change for many different reasons. Maybe they didn't have ortho. Maybe their teeth are are in malposition. Maybe they're missing uh, teeth and one side is unbalanced. So it could it in in an ideal situation, I would say, hey, we need to go and straighten the teeth first. So we're talking about ortho, regular price tag on ortho. Let's UCR. Let's say nine thousand dollars for ortho. And then after you do that, I need to replace your missing teeth. Let's just say you're just missing one tooth. Uh, you need to do an implant. Let's say that's another seven thousand dollars. You know, uh, now now I can now I can do what I need to do, and your bite is going to be good and harmonious, and you're not going to have to wear any device. I just needed two years of your life, and what was that? Sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, well, see, this is where I'm going to kind of challenge you. Yes. Most of the time, when someone does an implant or a crown or whatever it may be, what's the thing that they tell the patients to get after? A night guard. You tell your patients to get a night guard after an implant? I do not. But I don't restore the implant. Okay. But I know some dentists that do. I'm not going to tell them to get a night guard after they've done... But you you do know dentists that do that. Tell me if I'm wrong. I have heard. Okay, then. So what did you solve? (laughs) Not only did they get But I've heard periodontists who also require that. Absolutely. What about with with osseous surgery? Post-osseous surgery, do you recommend a night guard? Well... In my in my situation, and and this is when I would say yes, right? Okay. And let me explain to you what I mean, right? If I do, if a tooth is mobile, mm-hmm. and you grind on that tooth, mm-hmm. whatever surgery I did around that tooth is not going to work. Exactly. Right. So you do need something that's going to prevent you from grinding on that tooth. Okay. So here's the here's the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Here's what I saw happening, and here's my solution. Notice how I looked at what was happening. And recommended what would benefit the person. What my beef is, is most dentists just say get a night guard because it's the easy way to solve most of their problems. It's not let me look to see what the problem really is and find a, you know, an intelligent way of solving the problem. It's let me just find, let me just say, oh, your tooth hurts. It might be it might be a tooth that needs a root canal, God forbid, or it might be a tooth that you know might need a new dentistry. crown. That is poor dentistry. If but they have a, a lot single tooth, dentists. if they have a single tooth that's hurting them, and you give them a night guard just because you okay, I I think I get what you're saying. So you're basically saying, dentists, in the absence of of any findings, will just prescribe a night guard willy nilly. Well, that actually sounded a lot better than I was, what I was saying. But yes, that's exactly right. That's what you're trying to get your point. Okay. So if you I'm, don't I'm, find, if you if you don't take the time to find what the problem is, most people just say, you know what, just get a night guard and what, see what happens. What What if? So let me let me pose you the question because this is the most times. Th- this is honestly when I diagnose a night guard, when the patient's concern 
is minimal to moderate. When the wear is there, it's not hurting them. But I can see that five, ten years down the road, this is going to be something you're going to have to throw a lot of money at to fix. And I'm not talking about fixing all of their bite. I'm talking about fixing the teeth that are actually breaking. I'm going to tell them about a night guard because I'm trying to help them out. I'm, I don't want to be a dick and just say, oh, yeah, you don't worry about a night guard. Those things don't work anyway. Just go about doing what you're saying. I'll see you when those back teeth break and I'll do a whole bunch of crowns and implants and blah, blah, blah. And I'll make a whole lot of money. I can be like that, but I'm not that guy. So here's where I kind of I'm going to fight you on this one. Ready? Please. So now what you're basically telling me is you can tell the future. You know for sure that those teeth are going to break, right? Because I mean, we got, we got, we got, you know, I, I, uh, we I got, don't know. we got, I don't know. We got, we got, we got, we got they could a, die horribly a fortune in an teller accident. over here. They, they could die horribly in an accident. And then, the, and then, the and teeth, then it would be, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> the teeth didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. But what I'm getting at is a lot of people say, oh, you have a big uh, amalgam here. You need to get a night guard because that amalgam is going to break. Or you got a big filling here. You need to get amalgam because you're going to, you need to get a, uh, uh, a night guard because that 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 feeling is gonna break, and you know what I think to I say to those dentists. What do you say? Well, I can't repeat what I say here. There are kids watching. What you, there's listening. no kids watching. <laughs> no, I say you know what? F you for life. <laughs> F okay? you for life. Right? Because, wow. That's, that's because what you're strong. doing. Because <laughs> what you're doing is you're basically making us all look ridiculous. Because instead of saying here, let me do my job. Okay, so let let me ask you a question, ready? What if what if the, the, the garbage men come to your house, okay? Okay. They come to your house, and you're watching them. You're okay. drinking your coffee in the morning. You're watching okay. the garbage men. You know, they come, and they say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take it. And you're expecting them to just grab your garbage or your, your container and put it in the truck. Okay. What if they decide to play basketball with your garbage? And they start throwing, they start shooting shots with it, right? Okay. But they're not Kobe. So they keep missing, and garbage goes all over the place. Okay. And they don't clean up. Where are you going with this? Do they really do their jobs? If they pick it up after they dropped they it, I don't care. They did not pick it up. They have to pick it up. That's they don't part of their job. Have, well, they, dentists have to take their time and diagnose, but they don't do that either. Okay. That, okay? I, I, I like the analogy. Because in the end, just because you did something doesn't mean you did your job properly. But, but, but let, me, let me give you this analogy. Please. So someone comes out, they check your roof. They say, you know what? Your roof is looking okay, but I want to put a, a protective layer down because in this environment... It, we've seen we've seen holes in it, and we can we can put this protective um, this layer down, and you'll it's going to serve you better. The chances of you having a leak is going to be is going to be pretty good. Or we could just wait till it happens to the leak, and I can come back and fix it then. Which and the putting down the layer is ten times cheaper than restoring your roof once it has a leak. Which one are you going to pick for your house? So the question I have is: Is this person predicting? Or is this person actually saying, no, there's a problem that's going to get worse? They're saying there's a problem that's going to get worse. Due okay. to the, cli- the climate, we, we, we restore roofs all the time for this, for this reason. And I, see, that I understand. Okay. But there are other people that just go, you know what, let me just put on, let me spray this here, and you're not going to have an issue later on in life. You know what no, I mean? No, no one can guarantee that. Well, dentists do all the time. I, you can, they do that all They say, hey, I'm going to put this crown on. But get a night guard, and you will have no other issues. Oh. They do that all the time. And that's what I'm saying. In that's the end, I hope if, if anybody's listening, and if you're a dentist and you disagree with me, please call us. I'm a dentist, please. and I disagree. I don't need to call Not it. you. I don't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> 
if there's anybody else is listening and actually disagrees with me, please, I, I, I'm telling you, give me a call, send us an email. You can come on the podcast and I'll argue with you too. Because I truly believe dentists are getting lazy. They're lazy. I, in, in, the, in, the, in the first example you did, yeah, that's lazy. You don't know what the problem is. Okay, I'm going to get you a night guard. That's laziness. I, I understand that. But when you, in the, in the presence of actual, you're actually seeing patients crack teeth. That's it. And, but see, that was the Repeatedly. Top, that was a, but that was a five. Remember? Okay. The five. If you go with the five, well, I'm going to say six because periodontal uh, but issues. So, is, so what is you're six. saying is if you see anything on those six things that you mentioned, you're okay with getting a night guard. Because you've diagnosed something. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that, okay. Then you're okay. fine. Okay. Night guards are great if you now, see those six. Now, now I'm okay. Yeah. That's, right. But most people don't do that, though. A lot of them, you know what happens? Let me explain what happens. If you Let diagnose me, a night guard without one of the, why are you diagnosing a night guard? Because they want some money. So you're saying they you, see you, perfectly fine teeth and they say, just get a night guard. Because they want to prevent any issue because they see a, maybe a, they see a filling in your mouth. And they say, oh, you have a feeling in there. I don't want that feeling to get worse or break. So get a night card. And that's happened. Tell me it doesn't happen. You, I, for, you know people that's happened to. I mean, I, I've never seen personally any of that happen. Right. You've never seen personally, but you've heard of this. I mean, I wouldn't suspect. There's a lot of dentists out there. Oh, so now you're trying to defend a rip-off, rip-off <laughs> artist. I just, there, there's, there's people who... I'm about I, to give them their personal there, number. There, there's dentists who say you should get a root canal. So, I mean, <laughs> we, we talked <laughs> about that before. About so, I, I mean, I, I, I understand there's people out there that are probably ripping people off. But I guess the, the reason why I disagree is because I have this conversation so much with patients. I don't... This is going to sound bad. I don't care if you break your teeth. If you don't care. Oh, boy. Let, let me explain. Please. I can't care more for you and your health and your teeth than you do. I can tell you, if if you'll allow me, I will give you every ounce of education I have uh, to protect your teeth and make your oral health better. But when I'm talking to you, you're checking your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Craddock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I need to floss. Oh, that doesn't work anyway. Somebody told me that that kills me anyway, so I'm not going to floss. Or... Uh, uh, you know, when when you're getting that, how am I supposed to care? I'm not gonna fight the battle for you. You know, I, I what is the saying? You can't you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. It's the same thing. I can show you pictures of your teeth and where they're broken and where they're chipping and your front teeth, how they're wearing, and you say, oh, my teeth used to be so long and full, and now they're all broken, and I have all these chips. Can you just fix this front tooth? And I'm like, well, I can't really just fix that front tooth because when you bite down, you see how your back tooth is now right in that spot where the tooth is broken? I can't add there because you'll break it again. And why do you think your bite has changed so much? It's not magic. But when I tell them these things, oh, you should wear a night guard. Oh, no, I'm not grinding. I don't, I don't, I don't ever do that. You, or maybe you're clenching. No, I don't ever clench my teeth. I don't ever do that. What are you talking about? So well, you're telling me that. The environment and patients are the reason why doctors are just kind of prescribing night guards to kind of say, you know what, you're not listening to me, so let me just go ahead and give you. A- I I I I get your sense that you're saying it may be overdiagnosed, but I will also say, I and I, this is my belief. I don't have any research to back this up, but my personal belief is that most patients have a under have a un um, willingness to understand that they are grinding their teeth or they are wearing their teeth prematurely. They, they sense to take it, they take it for granted until it hurts, until it's a problem. And so I was always taught, uh, you know, uh, a good doctor, you know, will fix a problem. A great doctor will prevent a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I try to 
I I try to do that when I can. We're not we're not uh, soothsayers, you know. We can't read into the future, you know. I don't have what's, what was the uh, the lady back in the day, Miss Cleo. Oh, I love Miss Cleo. Oh, <laughs> Call Miss oh, Cleo now. Oh boy, you're going to break your tooth on Tuesday, boy. You need to get the crown. Well, I can't do that. Well, I would love to do that. I think Miss Cleo died from a heart attack. Are you serious? I think that's what happened. She didn't see she that could, coming. Oh, oh God. that was that was bad. That was in poor taste. God forgive me, please. That was God horrible. Forgive. That was horrible. That was, did she really? I think so. No, don't say it. Say yeah. that so. No, I really believe Miss Cleo didn't see it coming. Oh, man. Oh, now I feel bad now. You, it suck it a little bit. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Let me see what happened. But no, but but honestly, if I'll I'll bring it into your into your wheelhouse, Dr. Aka. If you see a tooth that has a questionable prognosis, meaning you don't think this tooth there's there's a certainty that something may happen to this tooth. This tooth may be lost. It's lost a lot of bone around it. You can't guarantee that they'll lose that tooth, but you can say that they are more likely to lose that tooth, correct? And so they should do something to try to preserve it as long as possible. No, but again, I, and, and I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at, and I think you said it already. If I can diagnose the problem, I can tell you this is what's happening. Then I have a reason for doing my treatment. And if that's a night guard, that's yes. a night guard. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at is a lot of dentists may just have somebody come in for the hygienist to clean their teeth or whatever. And they're like, oh, you need a night guard. Without even actually truly diagnosing a problem. But let me ask you this question. And they, they do preventative. Do you think patients honestly believe when a doctor tells them that they need a night guard? That they actually have the signs, the the signs that we went over, even when shown. Do you think that that it's it's something that they they register? Because one thing we left off is most people do grinder their teeth, um, all of these things while they're sleeping, right? When you're unconscious, when you're not paying attention to it, it's not something where you noticeably have like a tick where you're grinding your teeth. Some people do that, right? Right. But we've all seen people and heard people grind their teeth, and those same people will wake up. In the in the morning and be like, oh, sounded like you had like a cement mixer, you know, back there. Oh, what are you talking about? I have no idea. Same thing with snoring. How many times is somebody be like, oh man, that person snores bad. Me? Oh, I never snore. Well, uh, if most- you, if you ask my wife, oh, she'll she'll be like, he uh yeah he what are you talking about? He snores every night. And I'll be like, what? No, not me. I sleep like a baby. What are you talking about? Somber. So you're basically saying that. If you don't believe that it exists, then it doesn't exist. That's patients. That is that is exactly what I'm saying. Okay, they're they're not in extreme pain. I can show them a picture and say, "This is how your tooth was before. This is how your tooth is now." I can tell you're grinding. All of your back teeth are are wore down. Your front teeth are breaking. It's not. It's it's not science. It's I mean it is science, but it's not magic. You know, nothing else is going on. Are you are you chewing rocks? Okay, no. So. Uh, you're doing something else. So this is what I can give you as a way of preventing that. The best thing that I can do without actually treating the teeth. I could say, hey, you've ground all your back teeth. Let's crown them all. Let's get you on a 10 Judas. Find where you're, let's change your bite. Let's go to ortho. Let's do all these things. Oh, you don't want to spend uh, $10,000 on your teeth that aren't hurting? Will you at least spend $200 to prevent one of those, the, a, a major problem in the road? To me, that seems like a fair trade-off. But for most people, no. Okay, well, let's let's end it like by saying this. 
Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree until somebody else comes in here and maybe agrees with me. But we'll say it this way. We okay. need a prosthodontist. <laughs> need I need a prosthodontist to wear, wear right. it on this. Any prosthodontist out there that wants to come on here and talk about night guards and how to prevent all this, they can come on there. I probably won't, you know, I'm not going to lie. If they disagree with me, I probably won't air their, their episode. <laughs> Wow, that's that's really great. <laughs> I don't like that's to be, not that's not biased at all. I don't like to be wrong. <laughs> um, but again, let's go over the the main causes, mm-hmm. right? Chronic headaches, TMJ, teeth wear, tooth pain, tooth or crown cracking. Okay, and then I'm gonna add gum disease that causes your teeth to be mobile. You need to get something to kind of stabilize all of it. Okay, okay, that's the last one. So if if a dentist doesn't show you, be cautious. That's what I, I'm going to say. I, 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 that, that is a fair assessment. If they can't provide you with one of those things listed as to why. Or you don't go into their office for those reasons. I say be cautious. What do you say? Well, I mean, people go in. You go to your doctor. You may go to your doctor feeling fine. Hey. True. I'm eating Big Macs every single day, but I feel fine. I feel great. Right. I'm loving life. Okay. And the doctor, you know, does some blood tests. Uh, cholesterol is kind of high, bro. Right. Need to bring that down. It's not a, it's not a shock, but you, I mean, you can see how you got there, but you were feeling fine before. Sometimes we get, we, we don't, we don't like what somebody else will tell us because we're like, oh, they're judging me. I don't think I'm that bad off. Just because you grind doesn't make you a bad person. I honestly, and and this is spoken as, as a person who who has a night guard. I don't. I didn't believe that I gr- uh, was wearing my teeth until I literally looked at them every six months and pictures, and I'm like, man, I am because I to my I'm like, oh, I think I sleep with my I drool a lot, so there's no way I could be grinding my teeth. But the the stresses of life, and let's be honest, there's more stresses than there's ever been, especially here in the U.S. You know. Uh, it, the, I, I, I've literally had patients who have went through, maybe they were transitioning from a job. I, I can literally tell them, I can tell that they changed something in their life just by their teeth. They come in and I'm like, what happened? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, did you get a new job? And they're like, how did you know? Because all of a sudden now your like, teeth are like two millimeters shorter. And I can tell you've been doing something. Have you been like, did you just get married? Did you just get a divorce? (laughs) divorce. Did you just have a baby? Right. Like, these are the things that I can, like, there's life changes that happen that affect your teeth and your overall body. Let's be honest. You know, I, you know, uh, usually if I see the teeth wear and the, and the bags in their eyes, oh, you just had a kid, huh? Right. I tell them, congratulations on the joke. Congratulations (laughs) for what? You just had a kid. I know, I know you did. Oh yeah, uh, I, 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 how did you know? Because you look like a zombie. <laughs> I've, been I've been there, brother. Right, right. <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, honestly, let the let the dentist. You know, again, we we're here to basically call out lazy dentists. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that is that our mission now? That's our mission. I That's thought it was to tooth... educate people. Okay. We're, being, we're being honest. Okay. okay. Tooth be told, is here to basically educate you. And call out lazy dentists because there's a lot of lazy dentists out there. Okay, let's. There, there are some dentists that I've heard that give night guards to 100 percent of everyone they see. Right, you're not that nice. You're not that special. Yeah. Okay, you don't. Not everybody needs a night guard, and that's what I'm saying. I want you to understand why you need a night guard. I want them to show you why you need them. If somebody is your, if if it's your dentist, they should educate you. They should be a teacher. They should try to teach you 
so that you could do better. And they shouldn't the just be thing. telling if you. If your dentist tells you you need a night guard and you're not going to use a night guard, don't just get don't, it. Just don't get it. You're wasting your I, money. I have patients that tell me, Doc, I'm not going to wear it. Okay, I'm just going to fix the teeth when they break. Cool, cool. Like that's uh, it is what it is. I'm like I said, I can't. If you can't wear it, and I and I and I will always use whatever device it because it's more than just a night guard that looks like a mouth guard. There's sure. like you said, anterior deprogrammer just fits around the front teeth. Right. There's lots of different things that you can do, and you know, work on different arch. Sometimes only isolate, you know, the top pre, one, you the know, primo. Exactly. Yeah. There's lots of other ways. But if you truly can't tolerate anything in your mouth while you sleep and you're not going to wear it, you're not going to use it, what is the point of me doing it? I don't want you to pay for something that's going to be an ornament. Right. And don't waste I mean, unless you want to pay for it, then I'll take your money. <laughs> um, I, just... I, I, I don't want that. Because <laughs> I, 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 I want to know. And because and that, that's another thing that irritates me when they have a patient, they've gotten a night guard. I told them about a night guard. They're like, okay, I get it. I see it. And they don't use it. Right. You know, I'm like... That's like getting a toothbrush and not using And then they break a teeth. They broke a tooth. And I'm yeah. like, have you been wearing your night guard? Oh, no, I haven't been wearing it. I haven't worn it in like two years They now. sound high. Yeah. You always give people weird voices. I do not give them weird voices. It you has do. to be different uh, than my own. Oh, dog. Yeah, no, no. You sound like they're doing drugs. Your patients are druggies. But anyway. All my patients out there, I love you guys. Half of you are drugs. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but um, anyway, so in the end, we really just want people to kind of understand why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Tooth Be Told was started because, one, we were bored and we wanted to just kind of get our anger out about what was happening <laughs> in dentistry. But it was also because we wanted to try to educate people and let people know that in the end, we care about you guys and we care to educate you guys enough so that you can challenge us. It's okay to challenge us. If a dentist doesn't like to be challenged, then they should not be dentists. If a dentist doesn't have um, the, the the heart of a teacher, they should not be dentist. It's not easy because there are a lot of patients that don't oh, listen. Preach. Oh, yeah, preach. Right? But, but you should also try to at least educate people. And if you're not going to educate, then quit. We don't need extra dentists. That makes my we life really, a lot We easier. really don't need extra dentists. There's too many dentists out there's there. There's way too many dentists. Yeah, quit. It makes my, my income higher. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree <laughs> that. Everyone that's doing night guards for every yeah, single patient, quit. just give up. Just, just quit. Just, just leave, leave, leave else. some for the rest of us. You know, I feel like the, the city of Houston is looking for garbage men. Or women. <laughs> Respect. But... uh <laughs> But anyway, just enjoy yourselves, everybody. Thank Have you for listening. Have a great weekend. Thank you for yes. listening to uh, Dr. Aka's uh, delusions. Um, and, and anger. And, yes, and anger. Just, Towards just lazy dentists. Through lazy dentistry. But uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys as always. Hopefully we haven't scared off any uh, any of you guys who are listening. But uh, as again, this, this season we've all asked you, rate us. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Give us some feedback. Uh, it's always helpful. If you want to just hear me go at Dr. Aka for uh, a good 30 minutes, I'll do that. I would love to. I want someone to actually write. I might write that myself. Well, you can't write that yourself and then say, oh, listen, this is what we got. That doesn't this, make any sense. <laughs> you can't just write your own R- Random listener from Houston Heights says, I want you just to go at Dr. Aka and just make fun of him for 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Got to give the people what they want. That's true. But anyway, <laughs> thank you guys. We really appreciate you guys. And uh, again, let us know what you guys want to hear. Rate us. Review us. We don't care if it's good or bad. We're probably not going to read it. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm messing around. No, thank you. Honestly, we joke around. Thank you guys very much for just even listening. We definitely appreciate our listeners. And we definitely appreciate just the feedback that we keep getting. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Or day. Or afternoon. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. 
If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.